You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Hollywood Hillbillies After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Hollywood Hillbillies After Show. Welcome to After Buzz TV, your number one after show podcast with 27 weekly, million weekly downloads. This is the Hollywood Hillbillies After Show. It's season one, episode six, (laughs) Beach Babes and Bingo. I'm your host for tonight, Charlotte Broadbent. And across the way, I'm joined with... Hi, I'm Roxy Stryer. And we have the awesome guest from the show, David Weintraub. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you. Very happy to be here. After Buzz, we're, we're in the building. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. And I can't believe it's episode six. And we are only just flies. starting. Well, and we're only just starting doing this After Buzz show. It's insane. This, this, this show is just incredible. It's hilarious. I mean, we sit here and laugh out loud while this show's on. It's amazing. It's, I, I can't believe, like you're saying, it's episode six. It's the first time we're covering it here. And that's absurd because it's seriously one of the funniest shows on television right now. Can we try and understand why we haven't been covered yet? Because everybody's talking about this show. Right. And mm-hmm. now we have you, thank God, supporting it. You know, Mima would be very upset to know that. <laughs> Four to five episodes were not My covered. Best friend, <laughs> no, absolutely. And it's because we're a super fan network, so it's places like this that people find out about shows and they go and watch and they're like, as Charlotte yep. called it before, mm-hmm. it's a hidden gem. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching this show already, then you have to go back, to. watch from episode one, or just pick it up right now, but you should try to go back. It's mm-hmm. seriously, you, you'll be peeing your pants laughing. Seriously, <laughs> will. You really will. And I mean, this show is about this kid called Michael. He was founded by David from YouTube. He's, his username is CoppaCab. Um, I mean, he has over 100 million views. It, he's hilarious. 300 million. 300 million. 300 oh my million, gosh. Yeah. My oh, stats are wrong. I'm him. so 300 sorry. 300 million. Yeah, it was, it was bizarre. You know, he, the fact that he got so many views, people just loved his videos. And when I started seeing them, I was like, God, this guy is, you know, he's the guy. Uh-huh. We got to go get him. What do we think is so different about him? Because I I watched him and I was like, wow, this guy, he's not fake. He's real. But I feel like I've seen videos like this and I've just tossed them aside before. But something about him that made me need to keep watching all of his YouTube clips. And you keep clicking and clicking. Yeah, I think the thing about Michael is that he is a, a raw talent. He's a guy who really says what he thinks. He He's never been exposed to all this craziness that some of us have been to expose in you know the Hollywood community and the right. television community. So he was a really raw raw talent who was speaking from his heart, you know, making these videos at home, trying to figure out his niche. And people were really resonating with what he was saying. So it was just a great way to be found. I think the story of him being discovered is is pretty amazing. And it's it's just nice to see that people really genuinely love this kid. They do. And I mean, mm-hmm. just to follow his family, I mean, they're incredible. They moved from Georgia to Hollywood and now they're living, they've gone from living in Georgia in yeah. a small house where the first episode they were, they were barbecuing 
from a shopping trolley. Tro- I call it a shopping trolley. It's a yes. tr- shopping cart in America. Yes. Um, they were literally barbecuing chicken on this shopping cart. Mm. To now, they're living in Hollywood, going to these auditions, taking you. T- you took them to an amazing I, I <laughs> dinner where he spent. I think it was five hundred dollars while yeah. Dee Dee's burping at the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's very fish out of water. I, I didn't know quite what I was getting into. You know, when I signed him, I was really excited because I'm like, yo, we'll bring him out here. We'll test him out. We'll see what he's able to do. But I didn't really realize that the whole family was coming with him. So it's not just about, like, managing Michael. Like, I am managing an entire family of people. And what's weird is everywhere we go, something crazy happens. I, I, it's unbelievable to me the kinds of madness that I have been through and what we've done in these last couple episodes. You have no idea where it even goes. It goes bananas. When they first... When you first had the first meeting with them and the yeah. whole family came, what were you thinking? Well, I didn't know that they were bringing the whole family. So I, it's like Michael and I were talking and, you know, my office had set up the meeting. They're, they'd finally moved in. They got their house. I made sure that they were all set up. But we hadn't had too many one-on-one interactions. So he shows up with his entire family and it's basically then it becomes my audition to audition for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can we can we trust this guy? Like, is this guy really going to help Michael out? And I mean, genuinely, when I when I found him, I, I I really, you know, he's not your prototypical talent that I would represent. But I wanted to sign somebody that was a big viral phenomenon, and I thought that he had all the makings to be kind of comedy, acting, viral, reality, and that's what we went after. So it was just weird that then I had to become like, it was me auditioning for them. And usually it's the other way around. People come to my office and audition for me. So, so the spotlight is now on you and yeah. you're not used to it being there. So how does that feel? How has it been? Is it any different when you're walking outside and in uh, public opinion or whatnot? Is it different because now I you think, are the star? I think that I, you know, I, I, I've had a lot of credibility in all the people that I represent that, are, that are much different celebrities, actors, rappers, reality stars. Um, but this is, you know, this is a little bit of a different role for me to play in this show because I'm, I'm showing you what it really, sh- what we really do behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. What do, what do we really do to get people jobs? And that's kind of what I'm, what I'm showcasing. But at the same time, I got it, you know, I got Mima. Like, like, what, <laughs> what are you going to do with Mima? Mima is on you 100% of the time, making sure that you're doing stuff, making sure that I'm taking care of Michael. And, you know, the thing is, I really have a soft place in my heart for her. She's 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 a she's a wonderful grandmother and um you know, but I, I, I have to remember that I'm working for Michael. I'm not really working for Mima. Right. Okay, but- Mima, if you're listening, I'm not you know, remember who I'm working for, all right? You Work say, for the grandson. You say that. What are you going to do with Mima? It's like, what aren't you going to do with Mima? I feel like you're you're trying to <sighs> you're taking this family and you're trying to bring them into your world because yes. this is the world you live in. You know, yeah. going to STK, go do all these things. This is stuff you do all the time. Yeah, we clients. live this flashy Hollywood life. That's what we do. <laughs> this is so fabulous. No, but, you <laughs> we know. just go to dinners and movie premieres. <laughs> That's no, all it is. no. Listen, I mean, a lot of people have misconceptions about what Hollywood is and mm-hmm. how people's lifestyles are. Look, there is the dinners and the premieres and the parties and all that stuff. But I spend the majority of my day in my office working, representing my clients, making deals, looking for new opportunities, and overall, like we're doing what we want to do. We want to make money, so that's what what why people come to my company to do what I do. But at the same time, I want them to be comfortable in LA, and this is a very different uh, lifestyle for them. So I want them to feel immersed in the world, but I don't want them to become Hollywood. 
The last thing I want them to do is become like Hollywood, like social climbing. You know, we don't want, we want to keep them. We, we like to say people sometimes become affected by Hollywood. I want them to maintain a rawness and, and really just be them who are really just good people trying to make it in an industry that they don't know and become something here. I, I think, well, with the family, they are so genuine and raw, and you really do connect with Mima on camera. I mean, everything that comes out of her mouth, you just believe it. And I don't think there's, I think that even if Michael does start to get a little cocky or yeah. chip on his shoulder, I think his family will bring him back down to earth. And I think even he's coming to the realization that it's not that easy to make it. And no. that's what we see from the auditions he's going to. He kind of walks in with some swagger and thinks he's going to do well. And it's like, okay, I need to come back down to earth. I need to work yeah, hard yeah. to get to where I want to be. Yeah, and you know, a big thing that we've noticed is, is you know, he, he is known as the angry ginger, okay? And the anger kind of got him here in a lot of ways, but I, you know, I, I, I've been trying to explain to him that we can't bring the anger into what we're doing for work. Mm-hmm. You know, people are not going to hire the angry guy. They're going to hire the really likable, fun, smart, funny guy. And that's that's the fine line that we've been trying to walk in this show. And and as you see, as this show continues, you're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of both sides of that. You're going to see the good, the bad, and the extremely angry. So absolutely, you know, I'm really excited about the pep talks that you give him. So after the auditions or, or whatnot, <laughs> you kind of sit him down. and You're like, listen, I still think you're great, but here's what you need to do. And like you were saying, Charlotte. You don't move out to Hollywood and then all of a sudden you're, you're famous. No, you know, that's no. not how it is. It's a lot of hard work. Even with 300 million hits. Exactly. Like, you know, you have to turn that into something. Absolutely. And that's where you come in, of yeah. course, yeah. which has been really great to watch. And I was so excited to see that it wasn't like he came out here and it was this fake show and they all changed and had all this money and they could all drive their Lamborghinis wherever they were, you know. Uh, that's season two. Oh, I'm just <laughs> but we're waiting for that exactly. I know, but I'm actually excited. Let's pray for a season two because, like, I can't let go of this I show. Think, I think the gods are in our favors. I, I'm not going to say anything, but I think we're going to be all right. I mean, who would ever cancel this show? It's like right. literally the funniest thing I've ever seen. It is. It, it's <laughs> hilarious. And and I mean, getting into tonight's episode, we see at the very start of the episode, it's Sunday. It's the day off. Um, they're like, okay, let's enjoy our day off. Yeah. So far in this se- in this season, we've kind of seen the work side and them fitting into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But now it's like day off, time to enjoy it. We're going to go to Venice Beach. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hello. Who doesn't <laughs> go to Venice Beach on the weekend? Right, I mean, of course. I, mean, <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. And it's the actual. It's what Dee Dee would be if she was a place. She would be Venice Beach. So of course we're gonna go there. What does that mean, Dee Dee? What are you saying? I mean, Venice Beach. It's like you know, it's Italy in California. Of course, it's Venice. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so classy. They yes. didn't. They didn't. They didn't believe me. And I, I don't think that we showed too much of it in this episode. But they didn't believe me that there was really canals in in Venice, and that's why. Venice Venice is named mm-hmm. Venice because mm-hmm. it actually has the canals like in Italy. But they 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 were like, no, we know that there's you know a very good hot dog that you can get down there, and we want to be a part of that. So yeah, I it was think, more of the tourist stuff that was on point. Uh, yeah, and their eyes really got open to what this. I mean, because Los Angeles is a lot of different places in one. Yes, and I think they were like, wow. And Mima said, "Am I on LSD or are they on LSD? Like, what is going on? They just saw a totally different side to Hollywood <laughs> that they didn't yeah. know." I yeah. find myself ask I find myself being like, Am I on LSD or are they on LSD all the time when I'm in Venice? <laughs> because if if you couldn't tell from tonight's episode, you know, it's already a crazy place. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not 
a complete out there person from Georgia like they are. So I can only imagine the feeling and the differences when they're standing there. The lifestyles are just so completely opposite yeah. uh, that I couldn't even believe that Dee Dee was relating to these people. But that's what's so wonderful about these characters. I mean, we learned the other week that Dee Dee speaks multiple languages. Dee Dee, how are you so cultured <laughs> that you, she just starts speaking in all these languages. Like these are not 2D characters. They all, they have depth mm-hmm. to them. They're like onions and as we're learning more about them, I'm starting to realize, wow, I, I guess maybe they do fit in or maybe they really don't. I, I can't even tell. Well, I mean, you know, L.A. is a place that is a multitude of lots of cultures in one. So they're bringing their flavor out here. Right. You know, and, and I think I think ultimately they did fit in very well. I think that people 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 like I think they're refreshing out here is really more what I think it is. They're, it's just refreshing yeah. to see good, normal people with good hearts having a good time and learning the business and you know i'm teaching them i'm teaching them the ins and outs here. you're not a bad teacher to have I, I'm, I'm the professor of pop culture so i would hope michael will go to bed every night being like thank you yeah. thank you i i think he is because and he's he's a good kid and he had like he doesn't i mean Mima's his grandma um Mima's his grandma and then johnny and Dee are his aunt and uncle mm-hmm. his mother died we know that his dad's not in the picture. So these people are his immediate family. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's going to come with them, with him to L.A., it's going to be them. Yep. And, and Lil P, of course. And, and, I mean, and, Lil P. You can't forget that little bobblehead. I, mean, I would on. never leave her behind. Once Lil P's in my life, she's staying there for good. I mean, Lil P, Lil P is like, you know, she's the best, the best friend of everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's amazing because when she comes around me, she's like a little kid. Like, she'll ask me like a million questions <laughs> about Hollywood. And I'm like... I'm like it, it, it's just work. Like it's not everything. Like, to you, <laughs> to them, you're like this god, god yeah. in LA oh that's god. just taking them to a totally different world. I'm Hercules of Hollywood. Wait, but you know what? It, it was covered a couple times, but it was very much so brushed under the rug. Mima and Lil P were married to the same man. Let's get that out of the <laughs> way right now, just so we're all on the same yes, page. Please. I mean, you know, yes, they were married to the same man. And I think that it's wonderful that in this day and age. All right, that that two women can be friends. They had been married to the same man. There's no issues. There's no jealousy. They can talk about the great times with him. They can make fun of all the craziness of that. But it's just one of those things that makes this group so special. And when I found Michael, I had no idea that this was really what was coming with it. Like <laughs> How could this, you? This, um, when I say amazingness of characters and amazingness of, of just a beautiful family, I'm proud to be involved with them, and I and I think that I think that they deserve everything that they're going to get. And you keep watching, we're going to get it. I think it's awesome when you say they deserve everything they they get because they are such a genuine, raw family that just love each other. And we see when they're at Venice Beach, um, Johnny and Michael go parasailing, and you just see this bond between them. I mean, Michael is genuinely petrified of heights, and you can tell that and this is the only time that i've really seen the aggression when he's not in an, in an audition or anything come out that you kind of see in his youtube videos yeah. where he was like dude don't take me high there was yeah. the little hint of aggression it's yeah. like he's genuinely scared yeah. yeah but johnny the fact that johnny said after they 
finished. I didn't come to Hollywood for the showbiz. I came for moments like this. Right. Right. And to support Michael, which I think is amazing. I love how Johnny has stepped in kind of as the father figure almost. And I feel like he cares about Michael so much. He loves him so intensely that he really is. He's trying to help him out. Let's do this. Let's go parasailing. You know, you say you want to do it. We're looking up. Well, guess what? Let's go do it. Like, put your money where your mouth is kind of thing. You think that girl's cute? Well, let's go get our number. Mm -hmm. So, Johnny, I see him as almost this, like, force driving the show. He's everywhere. I mean, I'm like... Can't go anywhere without Johnny. You can't. And He's actually waiting outside for me right now. (laughs) Probably. Probably. Johnny, come on in. And I wouldn't be surprised. He's going to walk in and sit on our couch. The van's outside, too. Everybody calls Johnny. They're like, "Uh, Johnny, we have a problem. This dog, we don't know what to do with it. Or like, Johnny, what do I do with my life? And he's so down to earth and genuine. He's just, like, there to help everybody and gets it done. I love his character. Him as a person. I love him. Yep, yep. It's a good guy. Great guy. Is he somebody, is he like with the family, is he the one that's kind of keeping them together a little bit, like keeping them kind of on the straight and the narrow? Glue. A little, he, yeah. He, I mean, I would say Mima is really that person because everybody caters <laughs> to her. Like mm-hmm. there, you know, there is no family without the matriarch. Yeah. Uh, but I think they each wear a certain hat and Johnny, Johnny is just, you know, he's there to protect everybody. Mm-hmm. He's the protector. He's the big guy. He's the guy that can get it done. And then the family kind of makes decisions about what they want to do. And then he's there to help get it executed. Yeah. You always need that guy around. I mean, come on. I mean, it's really he good carries to have a, him. He's got it's a buck good. knife with him. You never know when you're going to need a buck <laughs> knife at any moment of the day. You just pull it out, fix a tire, you know, fix the car. Cut up a watermelon. I don't know. You just you need to have that bug knife. If you guys are watching right now, if, instead of listening, if you're literally watching us, we're looking at the picture of the family, and I just it, it so fits their personality. Like I'm looking it at really them, does. Johnny in the background, kind of watching over them, like yeah. Papa Bear over there yeah. and Mima. And Mima and the boss. I know. I, I just love. Yeah, all I of thought them. for a minute this was like a Victoria's Secret ad that was behind me, but then it I just confusing. realized it was, it was the picture of the hillbillies. Right. They are all so sexy that sometimes I do think Victoria's secret look beauty comes in all shapes uh, sizes colors you know nationalities and and, uh mima when she was getting a spray tan i mean she's so confident she didn't come she was gonna strip down honestly her cute little legs i mean that was that was you know that was mima you know i love you and and we'll talk about your legs later but it's it's i have a hard time (laughs) believing that michael has a hard time getting with girls because he's adorable i think he's literally adorable the way they hold hands after this he's probably going to be turning them down you know he's probably gonna have to really but you know he didn't he didn't come out here to, to 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 make it about meeting girls and hooking up like he came out here to genuinely pursue his career and to like, you know, learn the lifestyle, learn what he was coming here to do, which is nice because a lot of people come out here and they're like, it's party town. Let's get yeah. crazy. Right. You know, you can't live like that if you want to succeed. You can't do it. You're not going to make it if that happens. I think it's so interesting because you were telling us about Michael and a lot of people that come out here to become famous so that they can party or yeah. get girls, get drunk, do whatever they want because yeah. they have all this money. But it seems like that that's not his motivation at all. He really just wants to entertained um, yeah, is, would you say that's accurate that he's trying to entertain it's a hundred percent accurate I mean look there is going to be you know a certain portion of that where you're going to have to cut loose and have a good time and you know be social and do all that stuff but to to get the job done he moved here to learn how to make it and that's what he wants to do so if you if you I say this to anyone you put in your 20,000 hours you're going to win it. You're going to get that job. You're going to get that role. You're going to make that movie. You're going to get that TV show. Make that album. You have to put in that time. And that's what this show is about. This show is about that process with wow. his big crazy family 
trying to make it. Hard work pays off. <laughs> yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, but I does. am a little concerned that before they get there, they're going to blow up in this van. So can you just reassure <laughs> me that this van is like certified? Now, or- look, I'm a $300 uh, percentage owner of that van. <laughs> so I need to make sure that we get our $300 worth out of that van. I'm just like shaking for them. I can hear it. I, well, the thing is, you know, I... For those who haven't seen, you know, some of the subsequent episodes, but this van, like, they, they were taking the public bus, and they kept showing up late to my meetings, and I'm like, dude, you can't, you can't be an hour late when we have stuff to do. Like, when you, your meeting you, isn't even an hour long, right? Yeah, my, our meeting's only 10 minutes, so, like, <laughs> you need to be here about 10 minutes early to get this done. So, so I took them to go figure out a car, and, you know, the van kind of fit their price range, but I think that the van itself is, um, is, is just a, a, a nice statement of like who they are and how down to earth they are that they're like look the whole family can tour around this Johnny can use his buck knife and fix it up a little bit you know again the buck knife yeah, comes in and, handy of course as you always know, as, <laughs> do you have a buck knife oh yeah right where, now where, where is I'm it I'm actually not allowed to show it on screen but I'll show you after okay. you know? alright good I just want to know I just want to make sure I know where it is you're safe with me yes always. Uh, my buck knife is on Johnny's lap right here. oh except no, Johnny hi. hey Johnny we wish you were here <laughs> say hi Johnny <laughs> follow Johnny on Twitter um, so you know I, I think that Hopefully it's going to make it through. I know right now the van is in good shape. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, they tried to, they tried to trade out some of my cars for the van. They want me to drive. And you it. weren't going for it. I don't know. I can't. I can't give up. I can't give up those <laughs> those fine European automobiles for the van. I wonder why though. The van is just so amazing. Look, look, the van. It's your image. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo and meets Hollywood. So you know. I, it does. It fits the show very well. I can't complain. I just I'm nervous for their safety sometimes, but I feel a little more secure after knowing that the knife is in the pocket. The always. knife is there. The knife is there. Yeah, I think it fits okay. them. If they were driving some four x four, like a Range Rover or BMW, no, Ford, whatever, no, no, it wouldn't no, fit them. No, it just wouldn't. No. Wouldn't be right for the show. Look, it's not a good reality show if there's not a breakdown of a car at some point and people are stranded. <laughs> well, they're backing into things like the dog owner's yes, house. Yes, That was just a great add yes. to that scene. Yeah. Nice mm-hmm. little, like, we don't care about your wall or your dogs mm-hmm. and we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, it's not a great reality show if it's not reality. And this is reality at its finest. Yes. I mean, honestly, I'm watching this and I'm like, how can this actually be? Ha- you couldn't write this. Well, like, nobody could write this. Yeah, I mean, I need people to know. Like, and, you know, I, I you know, I've, I've produced a lot of reality shows where I've been on the other side of it. You know, people do influence it. This is a, this is raw. <laughs> this is like, like there's stuff that you guys didn't see. Like me, in my first meeting with Mima in that one that we were talking about, mm-hmm. she actually, and I don't know why they didn't use it, but they, she actually pulled her teeth out and put them, <laughs> set them down on my conference room table. And I was just like, hello, Mima. Mima. Do you, do do we need are we gonna wash those like what do we like do you want what do you want me to do with those no. need to sanitize was, my table it now it was a little it was a little crazy and she's like my teeth hurt and I'm like well we're in a meeting you can't like like if, what if I send you in for an audition and Michael's doing something okay you can't do that there you know or she's besi- like, yes, I can. or yeah. besides why are you at an audition with him <laughs> that's kind of the bigger question is why are you at the audition but. Um, she's there to protect <laughs> mm-hmm. and she oh. does it with love and caring and, and that heart, that heart for that family. She's, she's the rock that holds it together. Have yeah. you had conversations with Mima off camera about what she actually wants for Michael? You know, is she, is she looking for him to be a famous actor or what is it that she is she, protecting she, him from? She said to me at some point that she saw him, you know, striving very well in the porno industry somewhere. No, I'm just, no, no. I can picture her saying that. You can't 
can't make jokes like that because I believe you. <laughs> you looked at me too serious. Yeah. No, she no, she wants she wants him to do um to to make it in where he feels comfortable, whether it be music, television, film, viral, just something like something is gonna stick and it's gonna be the right thing for him to do. And uh, when you keep watching, you'll see where that goes. But but it, it's it's pretty cool. She's it, just supportive. She's supportive of of, of mm-hmm. what's going to work. But she wants to know that there's going to be security in that. Right. You know, this is this this business, this entertainment business, can be a very fickle business. Mm-hmm. So you need to make sure that if you're going to put yourself out there, you do something that is going to pay the bills, going to get you to where you want to go, and that there's a future there. Yeah, you know, and that's something that I, I, I mean, I hate to even say this. I've been doing this almost twenty years, entertainment, representation, brokering of talent. And this is a crazy business, so you do have to protect yourself. And it's good to have someone like Mima there, but it's even better to have someone like me there. Definitely, so. I think they're very lucky. Well, what is Mima gonna do? You know, I mean, she's just there. I, I know she feels better about it, but yes, having you there is yeah. necessary because otherwise he could get completely burned. Right. But having Mima there, do you feel like she's almost holding him back at some points by trying to no, help him? No, no, never. I think that okay. I think that at some points maybe she's inappropriate w- with with what's going on, but that's coming from her heart. It's not like she's trying to inhibit him from doing something. She's doing this because she's genuinely trying to protect him and and trying to help him get to the next place. Like even when she interrupted the audition that he did for the uh, ginger ale commercial. It was to say how amazing he was. Yeah, just it it was like to promote him and to push him and and that's just where her heart is. Now, the reality of it is here in Hollywood, that's a network of relationships and a way a tape looks and a way an executive thinks of you and a way a company may want to go with the direction of their project and that's how you get the job. But Mima's going in there being like, I'm going to give my boy the stamp of approval and he's going to get it. Yes, but okay. sorry that I went into my accent. No, I it's like it. It, 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 it came out in a very it. raw way. I love it. It did sound like Mima. It, it worked out well. I mean, my name is Mima. That's tonight's what... episode, we, we hear Mima's quote. I do have to say it because I'm a huge quote person, and Mima says. I ain't afraid of anything except for maybe the devil. And if I ever see the devil, I'm going to take his balls and tie him in a boat. <laughs> well, I would not want to be the devil approaching me, yeah. I will just say, because I don't, I believe her. You know, I don't doubt it for a damn second that she's taking the devil's balls and tying them in a She's got strong hands. Strong hands there, so. <laughs> oh, my God. You never know. Mima, coming to my next birthday party. Mima. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that. Do do we do we need to really get into arranging something I here? Know, yeah, I really have to think about. And it. And I told you it's going to cost more if you want her to wear the muumuu. So I know, like, you, you got to make a decision but now. I think it's necessary. It's a necessary expense. Well, the, you know? the 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 muumuu is you know you know I it, you know what's crazy is I have I have dressmakers calling me that want to make her all new wardrobe. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> but w- why? And Designer what? muumuus. By Christian Dior. <laughs> no, they, I'm buying well, them. It's, it's going to fill my closet. I love it. I feel like maybe, you know, if we when I come back next time, maybe I should be in a muumuu. I think you should. Next week. How do you feel about Why that? Why don't we call Little... Mima and ask her to borrow some? When I rock a muumuu, I need a fresh muumuu. Oh. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't. I don't rock somebody else's muumuu. Oh, I see. It's, Not it secondhand. If you know Wine Trap, you know Wine Trap only wears a fresh muumuu. Oh. That's it. All right? Okay. I'll okay. keep that in mind. When I'm getting you your present for your birthday, oh, thank only you. the freshest muumuus in town. Thank you. That's thank it. you. And you like my you, – you, you saw my, my Valentine's present. If you guys have not checked this out, if you go to his Instagram, what's your Instagram? It's uh, DZGram00. 
007. Okay, you have to go to this. There is a photograph of what he gets me, Ma, for Valentine's Day. I don't even know if I should tell you or if I should just let you guys stumble let her upon go see it. it. You guys should go see it because... It's edible. I, it's edible and, and it's, it's not amazing. Underwear. It's going to make you really hungry. It's a whole different kind of edible arrangement to say so. Yeah. Oh well, my god. I mean, after everything, she, you know, you know, she didn't like that I didn't eat the lox and bagels. So I don't like, like that you don't eat the lox and bagels. You're not a tribe member then. Where's the Jew? If I you? show you my tattoos, you're going to know that I'm a tribe member, <laughs> even though we're not supposed to have tattoos. But I'll prove it. I don't know. But about but that. Let, let me let me explain to you why. See, the thing is for me. Um, eating fish first thing in the morning on a bagel with capers and cream cheese. Ugh, I just, there's something so gnarly about that. I just can't do it. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't eat, I don't eat, sa- I eat every kind of fish, but I don't eat salmon. So I just don't hard. know if we should sit next to each other anymore, you know? I mean, really? <laughs> Even, what if I bring you a muumuu? Like, come oh, then we're back. Then we're like, back. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like a muumuu saves everything, so stop. Okay, I'm, I'm back into it, then that's fine. That's fine. But, uh, but you didn't go to bingo, so I don't know. Actually, I'm starting to doubt you. Some a of us bit. actually have to, like, go to sleep at night and get up and work. Like, it's not all party time. And by the way, that was their day off so right. just because they get the day off doesn't mean that that i get the day off you seem to never get the day off no i don't i'm i'm, I'm working right here come here <laughs> always fun work fun <laughs> work it's always fun with uh, is this a bumblebee what i'm trying to uh, well after buzz okay after buzz that's right <laughs> thank you yeah and if you guys are watching on youtube comment we read all of them and log on to itunes give us five stars if you like what we're talking about let us know and tune in next week because we'll be back next week. And back into this week's episode, you just briefly yes. touched on the bingo. Right. Yes. So Mima and Lopi go to Hamburger Mary's for bingo night. And they Who get, doesn't? Right? And they get quite a shock when they walk in and realize what Hamburger Mary's is. I actually yes. think it took them a second to realize what it was, you the, know? The, the thing about, you know, Hamburger Mary's, um, you know, I think it says it all in the name of the place. But, you know, it's you go there for hamburgers and you go there for Mary's. And when you mix the two together with bingo, it becomes an incredible place. And this is a this is one of L.A.'s, you know, oldest uh, lifestyle bars, I would say. Absolutely. That, that is a, a famous, famous place place and look it's just amazing that for where they come from for them to go to a place like that and And just have a ball and Mm -hmm. enjoy it like there's no judgment there's no nothing everybody is equal everybody's having fun because you know i I, I think if you put the duck dynasty guys at hamburger mary's you may have a very different episode i was worried that this family was going to be not so accepting a little uh, more closed-minded but they seem to really i I don't know i i was very happy to hear that they were like whatever okay it's women and their trannies and we don't care we like to play bingo get me on stage like, and by the way uh, you know a good hamburger helps that out yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely but i can just imagine Mima like having somebody google bingo in la and yeah. then being like oh this is a place and her being like okay <laughs> just taking it at face value showing up there and she's just so unfazed like mm-hmm. oh this is fun this reminds me of home i love it here what how does that remind you of home but she felt comfortable because of how much fun she was mm-hmm. having and that's all yep. she wants to do you know and enjoy her time yeah and it is a fun place and i think you're right they just kind of they are accepting Mm -hmm. and i don't think they judge because i think they know they're a little crazy and they like it and they want to be around just in a fun area in a fun place and that hamburger mary's is fun and when johnny i mean if you're looking for a good time there's nothing better than a hamburger (laughs) and they are beautiful Yeah. That very beautiful people that work that and exactly and i think johnny was very taken aback when he (laughs) walks in and he's like 
in his the confessional. Yeah. He tries to explain, but he just yeah. priceless. And and the yeah. legs are the legs, and I'm like, I get it. You think they're hot, and it's kind of confusing to you. Yes, <laughs> but that I'm sure happens all the time. I there. mean, luckily he's got a buck knife, so we're okay. That always coming it, in handy. It comes in, like I said, it comes in handy at mm-hmm. any time. You gotta have it. It was it was great to see them there. I really I really enjoyed that part. Just again because it's raw and real, and they were just having fun. And Lil P, I love the addition of Lil P in this mix. And Lil P's a little more Hollywood though, which is kind of why I like that she's trying to introduce the family to waxing spray, <laughs> you know. And she's one of the more except not that any of them I mean, are not. Lil P with. is up on trends. Like if it's trending on Twitter, Lil P is about she it. She knows seriously. It's and about then her it. Hair done. She's fabulous and she knows what's up come on she's sitting there she's like yep they're hot get on stage do your thing Lil p mm-hmm. i love you how could we ever have traveled here without you i can't i can't even imagine the show without her no it wouldn't be the same she's she, Lil p we're blessed to have her but like i kind of want to see her do a rap with michael because she's Lil p <laughs> i'm gonna think about that yeah really think about that I'm down the line siege right now and, yeah and i want to hear more of michael rapping and dancing because we saw that Ooh. this season so far and uh, oh, honestly yeah. When you look at him and you see his YouTube videos, you wouldn't expect him to have as much talent as he does. But when I saw him actually dance or actually rap, I was really taken aback. Yes. I'm hoping to see more of that. And He's a rap and dancing machine. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot more where that came from. So okay. And now we're going to put be, Lil P in there. Be, be excited. Yes. Because <laughs> it's not Little. It's not Little P. It's no. L-I-L-P. No, she's like Lil Wayne. She's <laughs> Lil P. Lil P. <laughs> yeah. and, like she's Lil in Cam, the house. Lil Wayne. Lil P. <laughs> <laughs> you, get her, you get her a box wine. Sit her down. She's, she's good. good to she's go. She's good to go. We're going to have a ball. I'll be right there with her. <laughs> Slap the bag, baby. I'm there. <laughs> you know there's one more glass in that bag right (laughs) (laughs) but once again johnny comes to the rescue he's there and he he just shows up what is his like does he have a family what's his family life like because we know that dd has a boyfriend her boyfriend's there mimar and lil p were married to the same man Mm -hmm. um we know everyone's background kind of apart from johnny yeah yeah, johnny johnny's a family man johnny johnny is is uh, is is married uh i know he's got a couple kids but he you know he came on this journey to protect michael so it's really about him being here to watch over michael um and uh you know he he definitely does have his own family but they're i think they're older now so Mm -hmm. he's able to to come and go as he please i know his his significant other, she was uh, she was doing some work at the time, so they were able to come out here and have this this little adventure with me. But they're not out there with him, right? They're still back in Georgia or wherever they live. The rest of his family. Who who he, Johnny's family? Yeah, yeah, Johnny's family's back home. Okay, because because you know the the it was the core family moved here to protect Michael, mm-hmm. and they can't travel separate of each other. Yeah, and you know, how they, could you possibly have more of them? I mean, it would just be too hectic. I wouldn't be able to follow anything going on if we brought. I'm sure they wanted to bring 55 <laughs> of their closest friends. Yes, I mean you know you got to bring your uncles, cousins, nephews, nieces, and you know, yeah, and, and, they're, and they're five best person friends. you met at the grocery store, <laughs> right? Yeah. Of course, the neighbor, <laughs> bring and, them along. You know, but I love that goat. About you got to have a goat. <laughs> I mean, we, we have a do we have a goat in this? Oh, there oh, should no. be in the poster for the show. We have a goat. We, we <laughs> Sound effects by Stephen Lemieux. Thank you very much in the booth. Thank over you, there. thank you. That was really that was good. Really I thought I literally thought a goat just came in, but then I realized it was Uncle Johnny's buck knife. Yeah. <laughs> 
Stay out there. I'm like very impressed. <laughs> that was great. I kind of want to try, but I don't think it's going to sound very good. Uh, no, no, never it's very again. Very Jewish sounding yeah. goat. I like, know. Wah. I know. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, geez, please move us on, Charlotte. Take away the goat sound. Well, back to Johnny and yeah. him being to the coming to the rescue, being that man that's he's the man, the father figure in this family. We later see in the episode at the very end, Johnny and Michael are on the pier. Yes. And at the start of the episode, Johnny was pushing Michael, come on, girls, like, get someone's number. Like, you're in L.A. Like, you need to kind of move on and just get yeah. a girl. Yeah. And he's wingman and hard. He's wingman on point, I think. Yeah. With what Jordan Michael, of the Jordan, Michael Jordan, Jordan Michael, the Michael Jordan of wingmen. Um, is, that is was Johnny? That's, that's Johnny. That's oh. what that's what Michael said. Well put. I mean, <laughs> I that is know. really. I don't know. If that I is know that is that is it. Yeah, but you know, you know, as uh, you know, as they would say down south, get her done, and that's what he's doing. He's getting her done. Absolutely. You know, um, and it seems Mike, to be working in tonight's episode. Yeah. So for sure, for sure. You know, Michael was. You know, I don't know what he was doing after, but it could have been some after buzzing going and, on there. <laughs> you never know. After buzz, after dark. After <laughs> buzz, adult. Yeah. So honestly, they were some really cute girls, and mm-hmm. they were all like, flirting with him. Well, I mean, everybody knows all the cute girls hang out at the pier. Like. <laughs> Every hot chick is like on the pier at like Saturday night. I well, mean. apparently they are because that girl he's asked for her. Do you have Facebook? Which I think was I precious because that's so 21st century. <laughs> Can I get your Facebook name and I'll add you? But she was Are you cute. online? Yeah, she was cute. She was really yeah, cute. Yeah, she was a ginger. Right, he likes ginger. And that was one I, thing at the very start of the very start of the season, yes. he walks into your office and the Oh my one of my assistants. Yeah. Yes, yes, she was a ginger. She's a ginger. She had um cat out uh, leopard print on. I know how to dr- like- I know how to dress my staff. I tell them what to wear when they come in. I'm like, We got you know, the animal print loving ginger, so you need to dress just like him. <laughs> and that is exactly what she did, and damn girl. <laughs> and he loved it. Absolutely loved it. But this yep. girl was she was really cute and he had game he he knew what he was doing and he was smooth i mean when you're a player like michael you gotta have game okay like, come on let's be serious no honestly though, <laughs> i think that the lack of like fake bs to be honest is right? so endearing because how many times do you meet a guy out in hollywood charlotte obviously this happens to you all the time if you're not watching us on youtube or on after Buzz tv you should be because then you'd be able to see the lovely charlotte over here <laughs> Um, Lovely, how many Charlotte. times, no, she's Lovely. just gorgeous, but how many times does somebody come up to you and just like all crap, things you don't want to hear about how successful and rich and all these things. He's not talking about any of that. He's just like, I'm Michael, here I am. Like, yeah. and, and I'm funny and I'm endearing and I'm cute. And obviously he's not saying that about himself, but he's just really down to earth. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think he's the kind of guy, if, if you were approached by him at the beach, you'd be really interested in actually having a conversation with him about something Real and sweet, especially like with the whole camera crew right with you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like that's a bonus. And, and that's just, it's like, yes, we want to know you. Where are you from? <laughs> I know, and I, I actually do wonder how that affects his um, making friends or whatnot in his life. Do, do you feel like he ever gets a moment to be off camera and socialize? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know this 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 project has has really been more of a documentary you know so it's not it's not a big super invasive um team doing it it's like life is happening and life is being documented and life is super funny and super over the top so 
you know what you're seeing is is the real deal, right? You're. I was gonna. That's what you're getting. I was gonna ask you before if it affects your schedule being talent on the show, but mm-hmm. I would figure they kind of almost just work around your schedule because they're following you. you yeah. Know? So. It's- yeah, I mean, we, we 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 make it all work. You know, we have a lot of time time constraints, but we 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 figure out a way to make it all work. There's enough hours in the day to get it all done. Is that true? Because sometimes I just don't feel like that. So. I mean, when you're a boss like me, you can get it all done. Uh, I need kidding. a little more of you in my life. A little more of you, a little more moo-moo, and a little more knives. A couple more knives, a little moo-moo, and a little wine trout. Yeah. What are you going to do? Can't go wrong with that. Yes. That was a good question, though, about socializing, because yeah. it seems like Mima's his best friend, and his family's his best friend. Does he have any other friends? That yeah, he, he does. Yeah, yeah. We had, some, we, had some, we had some of his buddies came out and hung out for a little bit. From which, Georgia? Yeah, from Georgia. They were hanging That's out. That's really they, cool they had a that ball. they came over. Of course, are we going to get to you know, see a little of that, maybe? I'm trying to think what, you know, I don't want to reveal too much, but you're going to get to see a little bit more of uh, some personal stuff that's going to happen down the line. Great. Yeah, I mean, he's got, he's, they're just good people and good people deserve good things, which is why uh, I'm so happy and I'm, I'm so glad that all the audiences have responded. And, you know, this show has done the highest numbers in the history of this network. Uh, which is mm-hmm. which is huge, and it, it's really it's really becoming something that that is a kind of a sleeper hit, and uh, we just want to grow it and show you all what uh, what's coming what's coming in the future, which is going to be really funny. Mm-hmm. I would imagine once once you watch one episode, nobody drops off of the show. No you know, way. so yeah. that's probably why you're just going to slowly build up just those keep, numbers yeah. because it's things like this. You know, if you're watching, definitely tell your friends because they're going to realize how freaking hilarious it is. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, let's get into some predictions for next week. Yes. So you can't predict too much because you'll spoil it for us. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> but I will. I know, I know. The lights, the sound, the action. What's, um, is, is Captain Kirk coming in here with Maria? What's going on next? I know, it, it is our crazy sound effects, but that's because... Do the, go, TV, do the goat again. Yeah, do the goat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about personality here. And Starting. Really, <laughs> can, do, can we do the Jewish goat one more time? No, oh my gosh. Like, That's like a horse. Grandmother. Yes. Was, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. Sorry, I'm, I was at the zoo all week. What do you want me to do? You like really picked the wrong animal. Like, get your animals right. God, Seriously. Jesus, wine truck. Get your animals right. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So next week, though, we do see this dress that I don't know what Dee Dee's doing but she's a photo shoot maybe Dee Dee's doing a whole hell of a lot of sex in this and that's all <laughs> oh, yeah. that's oh, all that boy. matters when Aunt Dee Dee's going sexy you better turn tune in alright yeah, that's I, that's that's where we're going I just like her on the bed we see in the little preview in the poses I'm like digging it you rock it Dee Dee you rock it okay what else are we seeing next week's episode that we, was all we got from that, the preview the oh that's it uh, in next week's episode we might Michael has an adventure uh, into the land of um, into the land of the stand-up business. Ooh, yeah. wow. There is an adventure uh, brewing of learning an entire new chapter of the entertainment business that I don't think he was too familiar of. We're gonna have to yeah. get some of them in here so that we can. Oh, well, they're coming. Yeah, so we can. Moo hear- moos are optional. Moo moos are an additional cost. <laughs> optional? Are you kidding me? No, mandatory. Mandatory moo <laughs> <laughs> moo in contract. Oh yeah, yes, done. <laughs> sign here. Thank well, God. Where I- can we find you guys on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, I I am on Instagram. It's dzgram 7 and that's d e e z y g r a m 7 and I'm d w e talent at d w e talent on Twitter. And you can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. 
And I'm at Shaw Broadband underscore on Instagram and at Shaw Broadband on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week for Hollywood Hillbillies After Buzz TV. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.